Hello and welcome to another scintillating episode of Not Without My Sister. I'm Beatrice McCabe. I'm Rosemary McCabe. We're sisters. Coming to you straight from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Correct. We are not together. We are without our sisters. Well, we're virtually together, which is all any of us can hope for in 2020 or 2021 for the first half. Or the second half from what I read yesterday. But anyway, let's not get depressed about that. Okay. Don't depress me. going to talk about when we all eventually get back into the realm of being able to go into other people's houses. Actually, I wonder if this will even be the same in the future. Babysitting. Well, listen, a friend of mine has been doing a lot of babysitting in 2020. What? Who? Well, I don't say their name, but well, like... a friend who shall remain unnamed, but basically a friend of mine is a teacher and she's been doing home tutoring with a particular student. I think he might have special needs or like learning difficulties. And then she's been doing some babysitting for him, I think because she's basically in his bubble, Mm -hmm. if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, that's fine. I mean, if you're in people's bubble, but like I'm talking about, I mean, living in Fort Wayne, I don't have a ton of people in my bubble. So it's more. But there's also where, like, where are this person's, where are this kid's parents going? Where would you be going? Like, even even when I was in your bubble, where would you and Don be going? uh, I would love to go to the Ozarks, rent a cabin, and get away for the weekend. Sorry. That's all no, I want to do. No, that's not a babysitter. That's like <laughs> absconding from your children. I'm talking about okay. if I came over, well, like when I was in your bubble, I could f- feasibly have minded your kids for a couple of hours. Yeah, I would, would like to, I would like to go to that bar that is doing the igloo tents outside. Oh, three ri- or hop, hop river, isn't it? Yeah, I would like to get in the car with Don and drive through Starbucks and sit in a car park and drink my coffee with him and chat for three hours. And the last time we actually did that when you were minding the kids and we went somewhere and he parked the car and we both nearly fell asleep. We were like, this is pathetic. We're literally driving away so we can have a nap in the car. Pathetic. That's what I would like to do. We were gone for ages. I actually remember that. We went to we went to Sweetwater and he looked at guitars. You know what he said yesterday? He goes, he goes. I just really love having more than one guitar. It's like I feel like I'm in my own store. So he's he's happy as Larry in lockdown. Oh my god, that's how I feel about skincare. I feel like I'm in my own store. Yeah, I never use any, but I just look at it on my shelves. (laughs) That's how I feel about my eyeshadow palette since I signed up to Ipsy. (laughs) 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 What 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 mood am I today? Anyway, I would go to the igloo. I would go for a walk in the park. I'd like to just go away, like, I love my children, but, like, without my children. But you could also go for a walk in the park without your children and Don. Yeah, yeah, but I'd like to go with Don. I'd like to rekindle. Would Don like to go for a walk in the park? Probably not. I'd like to go rekindle our relationship somewhere because we have been trapped in this house together like the most perfunctory roommates for the last whatever a year, just like everybody else, I'm sure. It's like the six of us are all sick of looking at each other and I feel like we're just constantly telling somebody to stop shouting it's just not very anything yeah i just spoke to somebody there who was telling me that apparently marriage counselors are seeing a great uptick in ireland anyway i'm sure they are like i mean i'm sure they are i can't imagine it being a kind of a make or break yeah i mean it's not normal to be like normally you're at least going out of you know you've got the added stress of and you're supposed to be in in a lot of cases tutoring like becoming your own kids 
teacher and you're trying to get your job done and you're trying not to scream at each other. Like at the very beginning yeah. of homeschooling, there were so many just hysterical screaming matches in this house and mainly between me and Don. Like it wasn't helpful. Yeah. For the poor kids. No, but I mean, it like it is just so hard. Like you and I were talking about this a while ago and we were like, oh, you know, we'd love to get away. And then we kind of realized we'd love to get away from our houses. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. Like not so much... Like, not so much the usual, like, oh, I'd love to go somewhere in the sun. It's literally like, I'd love to go and stay in the next door neighbor's house. Oh, no, honestly, own. no. I want to go to a hotel. I'm sick and tired oh, yeah, of cooking well, so do I, yeah. and cleaning. I don't want to go. That's actually why I don't like Airbnb, because I feel like that I go to an, another house. You know, I like renting houses, and I used to love it, like going to upstate New York or, you know, renting renting houses in Ireland. Like, I loved it. But now that all I do is just cater to these children. Actually, what I said to Don this morning was if I ever got like absolutely loaded, I'd love to have a chef. I'd love to have this chef just come over and be like, the kitchen's open from 12 to 2. Who'd like mac and cheese? Who'd like a sandwich? Who'd like a piece of toast? Who'd like nothing? Because I feel like I'm just constantly standing at the counter. Who'd like lunch? Not me. Not me. I'm not hungry. Are you sure you're not hungry? I'm definitely not hungry. Okay, great. Five seconds later, I'm starving. What am I getting for lunch? Are you having a laugh? And every time you think you finish and you're packing up the utensils and just when I've thrown everything into the water in the sink, I get a, can I have some more? Can I have another bowl of that? Can I? Oh, Oh my God. No, you can't. And then inevitably it's like, oh no, mom, Chance spilled his drink all over me. (laughs) Oh my God, like I just can't. So I would like to go to a hotel. I would like to have my bed. I'm sick of making beds. I'm sick of just using stuff in the house. It's like, even when you get to go to work, at least somebody else made my lunch or I could buy a packet of crisps from a vending machine. I can't, where is my home vending machine? That's actually a great idea. You really don't need a home vending machine. No, I don't. I don't at all. I, <laughs> I mean, to, you I need plural. To, None of you need no, a home I vending need, machine. I need a machine that removes food from my clutches since I'm <laughs> since I'm living at home. I need it when I walk by that it just plucks them from my hands. <laughs> a reverse vending machine. You basically need, I need Philip McCabe to be oh. there going. Are you, sure, are you sure you want that? Oh, we call it a shaming machine. I need a I need a home shamer. <laughs> living in mm. yeah I said to mom and dad the other day, I was like god I definitely put on some weight in this lockdown mom goes your father's thinner than ever he's just made a delicious bolognese and he's 112 pounds or something ridiculous <laughs> I'm like oh I was <laughs> actually made- thinking but I was thinking how does she know his weight like there's something creepy about this oh because he tells her every morning it's so creepy oh my god he wakes up every morning weighs himself and goes like 132 or whatever it is <laughs> Or like, whenever he whenever he comes home from America as well, the first thing he does when he gets home is weigh himself. And he's like, oh, I'm up six and a half pounds. Six and a half pounds? Like, I would be so lucky. Literally one bad day at the fridge. I'm up six and a half pounds. Give me that Terry's chocolate orange. I'm up 16 pounds. Oh, God. But listen, listen. Let's get back to oh, yeah. uh, babysitting. babysitting. Babysitting, yeah. Babysitting. Well, that used to be a great perk. I used to love babysitting in the house where they left out all the snacks. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. I have to say, I used to babysit for our next door neighbours and they were very generous with the snacks. They used to leave out like basically a basket of snacks on the counter. Oh, sure I remember when they got remember home, that. They were like, yeah. And I, like, I'm sure when they got home, they were shocked. They were going, God, she must have brought some of them home. Little did they know, I was just stuffing them all into my face <laughs> on the couch. And, and then hiding the wrappers the in your pockets. Yeah, I actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did used to think to myself, was this, are they really expecting me to eat all of these? Because I did. Like, are they really, or are they just, is this just, you know, this is supposed to be a choice and you're supposed to pick two pieces. 
I'm sure they thought it was a choice and they're like, oh, she might have a bar. You know what I mean? Let's leave out these six bars. She might have one. And then like they come home going, oh, oh, they're all gone. Oh, (laughs) Oh, she took them home to her sister. She's so generous. (laughs) There was there was one place I used to babysit that I think they used to leave. Like they used to basically say there are beers in the fridge. I think I was about 16. I was like, oh, like a I mean. When I was 16, like, I only drank to get very, very drunk with people, like, with my friends. You know what I mean? I was like, I wouldn't be having a beer in front of the telly while I was babysitting. I know. And now I only drink to get very, very drunk by myself. (laughs) (laughs) How the mighty has fallen. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so were you you an in-demand babysitter? I think I was very busy. I think you were. I was a busy babysitter. I think you were. Yeah, I used to babysit for our next door neighbours and then there was... There were several families down the road that I would, you know, one that I think I would babysit for when their regular babysitter wasn't available. And then there was another family for whom I became the regular babysitter. And they were amazing because in, what year was it? It would have been about 2000. I think I was like 15 or 16. And they used to give me 50 quid minimum. And if I stayed over, they gave me 100. And I remember literally being like, this is, I have it made. Like, this is amazing. But little did you know how much you could easily spend in a week. You should. I hope. Oh were you gosh. saving that Lit- money? You've always been a great saver. <laughs> yeah, of course. I still have it now. But they had like the thing is as well. They had a very very difficult child. Did I also and in babysit hindsight, for I these think people? I earned that money. Did what? I also babysit for this family? You did once. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They had one of those children who like, and sometimes I think about like Brandon's children. Sometimes do this as well when you're like threatening them with things and they're literally looking at you going, "I don't care." You know what oh, I mean? They're like, that's there's all nothing my kids you can the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like this boy would just like, he would basically like hit his little sister and you'd be like, oh my God, like stop doing that. Go to your, I'm going to tell your parents. And he would just stand there staring at you. I'd be like, oh my God, he's going to murder me. He's going to murder me before I get to go home with my hundred euro. I babysat for a family that had four or five kids, right? One of the young sons. So he must have been like maybe nine when I was babysitting him and then he had the he had he had it in for his younger sister who was four or five. What is it with these boys and their younger sisters? I know, right? Animals. And, well he but I actually wondered at the time, like I really worried, you know, because I really didn't know how to cope with him. He was very just unpredictable. Like t- could be totally grand. You'd go over, he'd go to bed, everything was fine. And then there were other times where I would go over and he would just scream from from start to finish like he would scream until 1am then the, he'd hear the parents in the drive he'd jump into bed and I would kind of go oh yeah you know yeah it was fine I mean in hindsight I'm just like I don't know why I feel like there was kind of a weird expectation in my mind of like you're a bad babysitter if the child doesn't behave you know like oh, it never yeah, really yeah. I mean I think I did say a couple of times well you know he was up kind of late and he was he was definitely upset because I was also didn't know what he was going to say to them you know but mm-hmm. I remember one time I was over and at this point I was I had decided he was basically the antichrist right and I was like I, I don't think I can ever babysit for him for them again right because he's just he was being so difficult and screaming 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 so anyway I go into the bathroom just literally to go to the bathroom to, to go in you know quickly and I'm like I'll be right back out I go in next thing you know I hear a click in the lock and I go so I, I get up I'm like trying to open the door it's locked I'm like unlock the door it's locked I'm not letting you out I was like let me out right and he's like no uh-uh you stay in there then so I'm there like I'm trying to find whatever I can find to unlock the bathroom door. And I couldn't find anything. I was in there for ages getting more and more panicked. My phone was like somewhere downstairs. I was getting more you and more and more panicked. didn't have a phone back then. I did. I did have a phone, I think. Oh. Yeah, because I would have been in college, so I had a phone. And I was getting more and more panicked. 
And then I heard the daughter downstairs screaming, stop running at me with that knife. Put the knife down. <laughs> I was nearly died, like literally nearly died. Oh my God. And yeah. Sorry, how did you get out of the bathroom? I like picked the lock with, I can't remember what I found, like a hairpin or something. Like I literally, I was unbelievably desperate. I was bawling my eyes out as well. Get out and go downstairs. He's just like there casually sawing at the bread. She's sitting in the chair crying like butter wouldn't melt in his mouth. But it, and I think after that, I was like, I can't ever babysit for them again. I didn't. I, uh, you just passed them on to someone else. Someone else had to suffer. <laughs> you know, I um, babysat for a family around the corner once. They had two kids. There was a baby and there was like a toddler and the baby had really bad asthma. And I remember I babysat for them twice. And the first time, basically he was like a little baby and, and I was their first babysitter, I think. And he cried and he cried and he cried and he cried. And I was basically just in a panic going, oh my God, he's going to have an asthma attack. Like he's going to cry himself into a frenzy. And I remember the first time I came back and I was like, oh my God, he cried the whole time. And they were like, oh, he's okay. You know, he's fine. And they weren't gone for that long. I think the first time was probably like a test. So they went out for an mm-hmm. hour, an hour and a half or whatever. And then the second time again, and I just spent the whole time, because I was used to like eating chocolate and watching TV while the kids <laughs> slept. You know what I mean? And this kid just <laughs> cried the whole time. But I genuinely was really freaked out. And after the second time, I think I was only probably about 14. After the second time, I was like, I'm really sorry. I can't, I can't babysit for you again. Like, it's just... You know, it was it was too... Di- and I also felt like he was too distressed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But in hindsight, I feel really sorry for them because I'm like, he was just a baby who would have got used to me. You know what I mean? He just was like making strange going, my mom and dad are gone and I'm not used to this and who the hell are you? And I'm crying and I'm crying and I'm crying. And probably after the third or fourth time, he would have been okay. But I was also like quite young and I was like, I really don't want this child to like stop breathing, you know, because he's crying at me, basically. But it's amazing to me now as well. Like, I mean, I can imagine what that, how, I can imagine that was very distressing for you also. Like the the worry of what happens if, you know, and, and like, it's not like we ever lived anywhere where, you know, ambulances got to you quickly if anything actually did happen, right? True. It's amazing to me now how my children can cry and scream. And genuinely, I don't hear it. Like, it's just like white noise in the background. I do not hear it until one of them comes up and taps me. Are you ever going to pay attention to me? I'm like, oh yeah, what's wrong? I fell over and hurt my knee. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Okay, great. But like, I wouldn't hear it like until they alert me to the fact that there is some miss crazy screaming. Whereas back when I had no kids, like, you know, I was so distracted oh, yeah, by yeah, people yeah. crying, by kids crying or screaming or fighting. And now literally I'd hear yeah. none of it. I have an amazing ability. Like somebody said to me recently, how do you read so many books? I don't know, just read them. Just get on with it because like the kids are grand, you know, but I, I feel like, other people are maybe better parents than me because I just do not listen to all of this. I don't hear yeah, it. Yeah, but I mean, I think like I, I, I think about the time before I was ever around kids and like that, I would hear a child screaming like around the corner and through a different door in a restaurant. Jimmy, I'm like, there's a child screaming somewhere. Whereas now, like I'll notice if the child's next to me, but otherwise I'm like, I've got much better at being like, oh, those poor parents. You know oh, yeah, I mean? exactly. Oh, well, also, like, I was so judgmental. Can you imagine? Like, oh, so was I, yeah. You know, that they can't control their child at all. And I'm like, control my child. You're having a laugh. Yeah, oh my this God. This child or controls used, me. <laughs> or I used to be in restaurants going like, can you believe they've just handed that child their phone? Oh. Whereas now I'm like, now, would you like Peppa Pig or would you like Cory Cory Carson? <laughs> exactly. Which would you like? Like, I brought Fox for a hospital appointment and I think you were meeting us there so that you could bring him in, but I had driven him there. And I remember waiting in the waiting room. This was like the summer before last we were there about five minutes when I took out the phone. I was like, here you go. Five here minutes? You go. I'm Just glad like, you lasted there. five minutes. I mean, well, not even. I, Listen, that's an exaggeration. 
Who was telling, who was, to, oh, I was talking to a friend of mine last night and she was like, oh, today was great. She said, we finally got through, they had visitors for Christmas and they had, you know, people over and she was, she said, we got through Christmas and Stevens's day and then all the visitors left. She goes, yesterday I was just like, doled out all the devices, one for you, one for you, one for me. She said, I sat down, I read my book, I watched movies. I was great, I had the full day to myself. I'm like, a million percent, one million percent. If ever yeah, there was a year actually, to do it. Yeah, that's actually something that I think I didn't realize until I was around your kids that when you ban the kids from TV, you're only punishing yourself. Oh, 100%. Like, but I mean, I suppose, I mean, I, and also, like, honestly, they they put it on half the time and they just want it on. Like this morning, they put it on yeah. and then they all ran off and played in the other room. So I just turned it off, you know? Yeah, I realize yeah. it's easier just, although right now, like, let me tell you, all that they're watching on the television because somehow the stupid app is on it as well is YouTube. YouTube Nerf Wars. Pew, 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 pew. I'm like, oh my God, like this is the most brainless, whatever. They love it, but they could sit there. You're like, why don't you go? And it's like, it's like unboxing, right? Why are you watching other kids? Why are you watching Ryan play with the toys you have in front of you instead of you playing with them? Well, our, our kids, well, particularly the older one who's, who's eight, Brandon's son is obsessed now with watching people playing among us on YouTube because he's, he's no longer allowed to play among us. So he's now just obsessed with watching other people play. And like, it's so annoying. Yes, yeah, so, so annoying. They're oh stupid voices. Now we're going to go around the corner. Oh. What's over this hill? Who cares? Turn it off. But it's, but it's also this like incredibly like, oh my God, guys, I think we're going to go around here. What's going to be around here? Quick. Oh, I think he's the imposter. I'm not the, well, wait, we're going to, and we're like, shut, just calm down. It's not that exciting. So annoying. Yeah, this is us. We're out of touch with the next generation where we're grannies. But sorry, back to babysitters. Would you oh, let yeah. a 14 year old babysit your kids now? Do you think? In the year of our Lord 2021? Uh, no, I wouldn't. But not because like, I'd let a 14 year old babysit my kids if my kids were a bit older. You know what because I mean? I'd when let I was them... 14, I was definitely babysitting babies. I remember the neighbor's baby rolled off the couch <laughs> on my watch. <laughs> yeah, landed on her landed on her face on the carpet, cried Did her head off. Did you say you were an excellent babysitter, much in demand? Were these like things no, not no. revealed to people? No, no. I didn't say I was excellent. I said I was much in demand. I oh, was much in demand. Is... I, think I, was, I think I was the only t- like child of babysitting age in the area for like a golden two years where I amassed well, a huge fortune that I then spent on like low slung jeans. And I was but, about say you did have a lot of low slung jeans think we've got some pictures of those too I had an awful that was the Britney period was it not oh it was yeah do you remember Britney who said recently they still love low slung jeans Olivia Wilde I was like seriously get over it like they're not that's not that's not cute anymore you're too old to be wearing low slung jeans although she is obviously do you know what I mean if I still if I had if I still had if I had ever had visible hip bones I happily would have worn and would still be wearing low slung jeans so I'm just jealous okay what about as a child being babysat? What kind of babysitty were you? Was I your only babysitter? Whoever babysat you? I don't remember. I don't remember ever having a babysitter. Like, I definitely remember mom and dad going out and I remember crying and crying and crying and crying and being like, don't go out. I do you know remember I mean? hating when they went out. Like, what's the story? Yeah, I know. How, like, how dare they? Yeah, I know. Like, I mean, and they rarely why? went why? out. Why was I so upset? Oh they gosh. did actually... Like every second Sunday they would go out. It was so, they would go, or Anna and Johnny would come over to them. Do you remember? Every second Sunday they had that, they had their like besties dates. And I hated it. Yeah. I like dreaded it. I think that's why I used to hate Sundays because they would go out. I absolutely absolutely hated it too, but I don't really know why because. 
I think it's mom. I think it's mom we were missing because in fairness, when dad was there, he was like either reading a book and ignoring us or down in the basement ignoring us. Right? Poor dad. No, yeah. No, no. Completely correct. Or like losing the rag at the very last minute and then giving out to us. You know what I mean? When like mom, like mom would be giving out to us for 20 minutes and then minute 21, dad would go, that's enough. And we'd go, okay. Oh, God. oh my God. I don't remember this myself because obviously I was asleep for it. But one of the famous... Beatrice being babysat moments was similar to what you were saying when the next door neighbour was babysitting what age was she like if I was seven she must have been about 14 right 13 or 14 yeah yeah so young enough right and apparently went Very in young. you were a baby you were a tiny baby so I must have been seven I was a tiny adorable infant tiny tiny baby and you were squalling in your cot squawking in your cot or you were fast asleep like a cherub probably fast asleep yes. to be honest and, you know I mean? and she went in to check on both of us basically checked on you check there you are looking great went in to check on me check there I am not the bed is empty she ran around the house which for people's reference is in the middle of the countryside right in front of a graveyard so like an alarming place to lose a child right um, I know and nowhere pitch, to be found and, and like pitch black oh yeah no street lights say, yeah and I'd say at that point they didn't even have the outside light in the house I'd say that only no, came I'm in sure in like 2005 yeah. no exactly and I mean I don't even think I mean are there street lights now there are a couple of street lights like, there's as a street light now on the corner yeah yeah that wasn't there either no no and and out she goes, out in the road, screaming my name, sees me halfway down the road with a pair of Wellington boots on. And you're down past the, I yeah, think, in my nighty, down but, past the neighbor's But also, house. also at this point, she had got me out of bed and I was then screaming, crying. Oh, that's helpful. Because she hadn't wanted to leave me in the house. You know what oh. I mean? So she was like she running down the road with the baby. You. She should have left her. you. you would have been I know grand. it would have been grand. You would have been none the wiser. But anyway, yeah. And she also, surprise, surprise, never babysat for us again, I believe. But like, didn't want to. Was so traumatized by that god didn't, but I was asleep didn't mom say yeah didn't mom say that when when they got home she was sitting on the couch with the two of us you were fast asleep on the couch and, and, and I was in her arms fast asleep and she was just looking terrified like obviously didn't want to take her eyes oh, off us oh god love her sorry about know, the that poor lads. girl yeah that was terrible I know oh, but when okay. I think about it now like I also used I also I also used to babysit for three boys down the road who Last time I saw them, I was like, oh, so you're like proper adults that I could now have an adult. Like, it was so weird to me. That, like, but, but like that, they weren't that much younger than me. You know what I mean? But at the time I was like, I am an adult. I'm 15. And they were like 10 and 11. And, and you know, maybe eight and seven. And I used to babysit for them. And I just, when I think about it now, I'm like, if something had happened, I would have been crap. Like, Why I would you drive? Are these, not the, are these not the ones that you recently said were now of an age and good looking enough that you could date them? I mean, I said they were of an age and good looking, good looking enough that I would want to date them. As to whether I could date them, I think they would possibly be out of my league. I could be incorrect. I, I don't think that's. I think also more they would too be young. they would too be young. creeped out by their babysitter trying to date on them. Like how Listen, gross! I've seen I've seen American mo- date on them. Yes, date on them. I've so, seen I've seen American movies. like a predator. Many, Many American teenagers have male teenagers, as far as I can tell from books and movies, have great fantasies about kissing their babysitters. And who knows, maybe they had those fantasies about moi. Oh my God, you know that that is absolutely gross. <laughs> and also, so unlikely. Like, oh, I really wasn't gross. like... like like I wasn't the Brazilian au pair swanning through the house. I was just like, <laughs> you're, you're one from up the road. But like... Yeah. Shoving the glasses up on her nose, going, go to bed, lads, so I can read my book. Walking down in her low-slung jeans to stuff herself full of your chocolates. <laughs> like. 
<laughs> yeah, I'd say they were delighted. They saw the like the, the tray of goodies being put out. Little, they, they were like, oh, later on, we'll get one of those. Little did they know you were yeah, coming no, down to Hoover the lads. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of babysitter are you? Did you actually let people stay up? Or were like, I would think I was real nerd. I was real like, it's eight o'clock, bedtime, off you go. <gasps> I definitely used to, used to let them stay up a bit because I was always like, like mom was always going, now remember when you have a babysitter, it's meant to be fun. You make it fun for them. But like, I definitely wasn't playing any games. I remember like oh, yeah, the, no. there, there were some, like if I used to babysit next door, they'd be like, oh, we left out like, you know, coloring pencils or, you know, so maybe you could do this with the kids or do that. And I'd be like, oh yeah, right. And then I'd be like, do you want to watch TV? <laughs> we just watch TV the whole time. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> I mean, but like, I'm not, I'm not doing any coloring with those kids. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I mean, even now, like yesterday, I tried to play trouble. The, the kids got trouble. It's just, it's too much trouble because they're all screaming, crying. They're such terrible losers, maybe because I haven't played enough board games with them. But like we played Monopoly, we played Mario and Luigi Monopoly and that in tears ensued. Mario and Luigi Monopoly, that sounds great. It's actually very good. It's very entertaining, except for the screaming and the coins being thrown up in the air and the disaster and then trouble there was also screaming crying ruckus and then a kick at the board and everything went flying and I'm just like I can't I can't I actually don't think it's just your children because we have also tried to play some Christmas board games with the children here and there's also been much crying but also Brandon like what is it about men Brandon will never let them win you know Brandon let them you're like Brandon let them win he's like that's not how these games work that's very Men un-American of That's very un-American art. Isn't America supposed to be all about like everybody's a winner? There's a pride, there's a there's a trophy no, for everyone. Not no. in Brandon's house. No, I think that was only in the 90s and the noughties. Now it's literally like only a trophy for the winner. Like I think the attitude in America has very much changed. Well, well that's like, a bad sign because then the other day when we did our Christmas quiz, it turns out that our family had no trophies. We were all second and third runner-ups. So you tell Brandon he's he's not with a winner. I think he already knows that. He's with the runner-up. <laughs> oh, he knows that. Well, maybe then that's a, maybe it's more a comment on him, Rosemary. If you're not the winner and you're always the runner-up, then is he your runner-up prize? You didn't win this younger babysitty. You ended up with Brandon. Brandon? Oh, sorry. I thought you were calling Brandon my younger babysitty. Actually, no. if I was Oh, yeah, he is. If I was babysitting 11-year-olds when I was 14, yes! he could have been one of them. He could have. Yeah. Was he that You're tall? So excited by this news? Oh, no, it's really creepy. Was he that tall when he was eleven? He probably was. Well, now you're being creepy. I don't yeah. know. It's really, it's, it's like really creepy. You, you I highly doubt he was six been... foot five at the age of eleven. Six. That'd foot be five. really. I love weird. the way you had to get that in there. I loved that. You absolute dweeb. Thought you liked that. Yeah, I loved that. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. I babysat though loads of people. I mean, did you actually enjoy babysitting? Oh no, I just liked the money. I liked babies. I mean, I I thought it was. I hated. I hated being given lifts home afterwards. Oh my God, the, I was just about to say I hated the lift home. super uncomfortable chit-chat in the car, which was always so, so nice, like that they would drop you home. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. I always hated it. I'd be like, oh, in the car now, this super cringe five-minute chat. Know. I always hated it too, and I always felt so awkward. Yeah. Oh, I'm, like, Probably I was worried that they could smell the chocolate on me as well, like oozing <laughs> out of my pores. <laughs> And the beer. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was very good. I never drank. No, no. Beer. I'm sure you did. You don't Total even like nerd. beer. No. No. Yeah, the drives home. I mean, I think I always used to just dread. I mean, listen. Even today, like I like 
being in restaurants and I like, you know, having nice experiences, but I hate leaving the house. You know what I mean? I hate the moment of like, oh, oh I have to go. Like, I wish this wasn't today. I wish this was tomorrow. I wish this was yesterday. Like, I wish we didn't have to go anywhere. So I think every time it came to like, I'm babysitting at eight, I'd be dreading it from about 7 p.m. Oh God, we're leaving like 42 minutes. Oh no, I have to leave in 25 minutes. Oh no, I have to leave in I have to leave. Minutes. I have to leave my comfy couch and go and sit on a better stocked, in a, in a better stocked house on a, on a comfier couch. Yeah, with like better snacks and also no monitoring of the snacks. I've never been a night owl though and I always hated pe- when like people would say, oh, we'll be home around midnight and then they'd actually come oh, home at like two or three. they'd never be home at midnight. Yeah, I always they'd that. They'd never be home at midnight. I hope I hope you're not that parent now. If you ever get a babysitter, I hope you're home when you say I'll be home or you let them know if you're going to be late. Yeah, I'm home when I say I'll be home because Don, literally we go out, we have our dinner and Don's like, well, we better go home now. I'm like, I thought we could maybe go for a walk or like drive. Oh, sure. What? We might as well just go home. Okay. I think that Don's you actually. I married you. I think that I always just, I, I wish they would just say to me, hey, we're going to be really late. Like, because I, I would have been quite happy to fall asleep on the couch. You yeah, know, yeah, and, but I was yeah. always be there like trying to stay awake. You know, if yeah. they said they'd be home at like 11 or midnight or whatever, that was always the worst part. Oh, my God. Yeah. I used to kind of hate staying over as well because you just like the next morning was always a bit awkward. You never knew, like, should I set my alarm and get up at, you know, nine or what time? You know what I mean? Or do I just Well, as we know from my kidnapping, in which case I'd, I'd be up I'm, at midday. As we know from my kidnapping, I'm quite comfortable sleeping over. So it was never a problem for me. <laughs> shouldn't last sure, by the time by the time you woke up they'd be they'd be out again on Sunday night I know yeah yeah they'd probably be like oh this is grand she can she, she can babysit again now no I, I I did feel like it was always I don't know it was it was like it's like you're not obviously you are the babysitter you are not dating this couple or these kids but there's something like the walk of shame the next morning out to the car to be driven oh, yeah. home I think I always just felt like it was really an imposition for you know to be there the next to be morning driven but really, home. to be driven oh, yeah, home yeah, yeah, and yeah. also to be there the next morning because like They've had a great night the night before. They probably have a hangover, but they actually don't want to see you. But like you're this thing yeah. that then they've got to take home and like take care of. Even though it's great that you stayed the night and it was handy. It's the it's the regret the next morning. Oh, she's still here. I know. I was actually th- I was actually talking to Brandon about hangovers yesterday because we were watching the Queen's Gambit and your one had a terrible hangover. And I was like, oh, my God, I, there's nothing worse than a terrible hangover. And like having to drive your babysitter home oh. with a terrible hangover. Oh, that'd be a nightmare. Well, I had a desperate migraine last night and I was thinking, this is like the worst ever hangover I've ever had in my life. And I was like, this should remind me to never, ever have a hangover again. And yet I can't seem to learn from my own mistakes. Anyway, I digress. (laughs) You digress. What? I mean, what do you look like? like, (laughs) Once again, like to clarify, I know you're not dating but like babysitters are not dating the parents of their babysitters. But like, what do you look for now if you're getting a babysitter for the boys? Um, probably just somebody old enough, like to your point, somebody who's 17 or 16 or 17, probably 17 year old who is can drive here. Right. Can drive to my house because I don't live like in an estate, you know, like and, and like you don't want to have to drop them home afterwards either. Yeah, I wouldn't mind, but I don't I don't know anybody. I would actually would not mind drive, driving somebody home, but I just don't know anyone nearby. So yeah. most of our babysitters tend to live a little bit further away. So I'd, it's handy that they can drive. I mean, I would actually pick them up. I don't really care about that. Somebody old enough that I just feel is going to like not be in a panic if something goes wrong, you know, or if something yeah. happens. What I was going to say, I remember when I was, um, I wasn't babysitting. Well, I was babysitting when I was camp counsellor and I had the entire 
problem cabin. But like one of the kids that I had had life-threatening asthma, OCD. She oh pulled God. out all of her hair, all oh, of her facial all hair, her hair. all her eyebrows. But she constantly was having these like you know, super severe asthma attacks where she had to go to the hospital. She had to go to the nurse and then they had to cart her off to the hospital. And it just makes me, that that I think stuck with me more than anything else. Like, because I was old enough, you know, and and I had a co-counselor, so I could leave the cabin in the hands of the co-counselor, right? And then go off, take your one off to the hospital. But it was that like, what what is the moment at which it's serious enough to do something? Like to your point, you know, is this baby crying? Is this baby going to have an asthma attack? Yeah. Is this baby, at what point do you pull the trigger and say, I'm going to call the parents? You know, and yeah, obviously yeah. you didn't, right? But like, maybe you should have. You know, because yeah, if you I felt uncomfortable. Think, yeah, I actually think that second night I did call the parents. I don't think I've ever I was gotten... just like, I don't know, like, you know, I was kind of like, I didn't know basically what was crying and what was wheezing and what was just mm-hmm. like normal wheezing from crying and what was wheezing that was like indicating that he couldn't breathe, you know, yeah. that I was just like, I didn't know what was what. But like, would you now, would you get a babysitter from like, if you saw an ad in Kroger saying like babysitter available, would you hire a babysitter who didn't know or would you like make no. sure it was somebody who knew somebody? No, I wouldn't, which is, but I think the weird thing is I wouldn't because I live abroad. I probably would if I was in Ireland, right? Because in a yeah. weird way in Ireland, no matter who you, who you find, they'll they then be like, who knows yeah, somebody. they really do. Like, even if it is, I know yeah. this person's cause like, that was the first thing I found when I moved to Milan was really weird going on dates with people because you had no context for Mm-hmm. who this person is like I didn't understand culturally like what this area of the city was like I didn't understand what their yeah. dress code was I didn't understand I didn't know anybody so this person yeah. could just be like popping up out of nowhere and disappear to never to be seen again and that's kind of it here yeah. as well I don't know anybody I mean I'm not here I'm not asking for references and all that kind of stuff it's no, more but just like, looking for somebody home, who knows somebody I feel like there's a yeah. validation to like even if it's Susie the lollipop lady's niece or niece's cousin yeah, yeah. like there is a link cousin once removed yeah. yeah like even I think when you're at home if you know like you know what school they went to you know whereabouts they live you mm-hmm. know you know what you know oh their parent works with such and such or like you know to your point about dating say even if somebody says oh like my local pub is or like my favorite pub is Hogan's or something yeah. you kind of have an idea oh you're kind of kind of that kind of person you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. you have an idea of or, somebody's yeah personality or their likes and mm-hmm. dislikes but I yeah, think there's so just, there's a, them. I actually think like when I'm saying this out loud, it doesn't really mean anything. Like, like Susie, the lollipop lady, lady's cousin sister could actually still be, you know. An axe murderer. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. But there is a, a comfort level, I feel, knowing that at the end of the day, I can tr- probably track her down. Whereas here, this person <laughs> you could can go back to Susie, the, the lollipop yes. lady and be like, your niece's cousin's yes. first did this to my child. Yes. But there is yeah, this yeah, weird, like, it's mean. just peace of mind, you know, and I, I don't have that otherwise. So to sum up, what makes a good babysitter, in your opinion? I mean, I don't know. Like, so the thing is with me, nothing ever really went hugely wrong. Like the, like the closest thing to something going wrong was that child who I was panicked going, oh, my God, like, you know, is this baby going to be OK? No, I actually love this. But I, actually, I can tell you for a fact, Rosemary, that anybody who has a baby and whose baby has been babysat by somebody who dropped that baby on the floor would say that something went wrong. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was bad. Well, I didn't drop oh I didn't God. drop the baby from a height. The baby just rolled off the couch. So okay. it was only like two feet, but it was still bad. And like yes. as soon as they came home I told them. Oh but you did? So I had Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because also the little fucking other child told them. <laughs> they dropped the baby. <laughs> so I had to tell them, but luckily I had told them first. 
no, no, no. I had told them because I knew that if something happened, like, God forbid, they would need to know that, like, the baby had fallen. But also, I had mom's logic in my head that the baby fell, immediately started screaming, crying. Mom had drilled it into me that if a baby doesn't cry, that's when you really need to worry. God, if the baby mom, doesn't cry, so it's wise. like, Such the I know. Baby whisper, the baby Dr. Whisper. Mom. Doctor right. Mom. That's mom right. knows if a baby doesn't cry, that's it. You have to go to the hospital. If the baby cries, it's fine. So <laughs> okay, my, I just want to say, disclaimer, fine. disclaimer, this is not doctor oh, advice. No. This is not, this is not a medical recommendation. <laughs> this is not a medical no, but, recommendation. But like, I was going to say like a good babysitter is somebody who's like responsible and cool in a crisis, but I don't think I was particularly responsible and I was never really tested in a crisis. Uh, sorry, Although, you seem to, to have misunderstood point, the I probably question. wasn't a good babysitter. I get it's, you, I get you. Yeah, you seem to miss it. The question was not, let's talk about you again. The question was, what makes a good babysitter? I know, and I was trying to think, but then I was like, I don't have any context because I don't have kids. I can only think about my experience as a babysitter. I think you're good. Cool in a crisis. That's a good one. Knows when to call you, right? Like, knows when to call the parents to say, or or to call the hospital, whatever, to call the ambulance. Is fun, as mom said, makes it a bit fun for the kids. I was going to say that, like, someone who's basically really nice to the kids and who, if the kid starts crying, will give them a hug. Or, you know, if the kid has a nightmare, will go in and sit beside them. You know, if the kid wets the bed, we'll be really nice about it and change the bed. You know what I mean? Like, yes. You're not really expecting not, a babysitter to yeah, deal with your eyes. Because at the end of the day, I feel like if I go out, it's probably, it's not the end of the world if my kids don't go to bed at all. You know what I mean? No. And that, yeah. the, like, I'd much prefer that they just sit on the couch with the babysitter and, and everybody yeah. has a pleasant evening rather than they're fighting all evening trying to get them to go to bed. Yeah, but you, you know, know what? As a babysitter, I think I was always terrified. I was like, oh my God, they better get to bed. Their parents could be home any minute. You know what I mean? Oh, I was always actually, in panic. That, like, no, I, that just reminded me. I remember in one house that I babysat for, the kid would never go to bed and always I would let him just fall asleep on the couch and they would come home and they would carry him up to bed. I forgot oh, about that. Yeah, and I was just... That was, that was Well, it was grand as well because like, I think instead of just screaming and fighting, which I think I did yeah, the first yeah. few times, you know, you have to go to bed to your point. I was freaked out. Eventually I just went like, Do you know what? that's fine. You're going to fall asleep there. Yeah. Just go for it. And then everybody was happier and I had more, much more time to watch TV and eat snacks. Although, so. although do you remember last New Year's Eve when we were like, we we let your kids stay up till midnight because we're like, they're going to fall asleep anyway. And then they didn't. They didn't. And well, then I was like, well, it's great. Did. They'll sleep in tomorrow morning. And of course, oh, did no. they? No. Then they were absolute no, no, demons. No. Like these things are all myths. They never sleep in. They get up the I next know. morning at the exact same time. And if you're really lucky, like I am, I don't know if I already told this story where Chance came in this week and obviously I had, I was, I was asleep and his attempt to wake me up was a loving foot tickle. Except when I raised my head to go, what's happening? I was being greeted with the most ferocious murder face I've ever seen in my life. So it was not in any way a loving, hey mom, just want to tickle you to wake you up. It was like, get up mom. Here's my best way to wake you up. It was very unexpected first thing in the morning <laughs> not a pleasant what did he want he wanted me to get out of bed and obviously I think he was afraid oh. to, he, he was thinking like this would be a more effective you know wake up call rather than because definitely I've told him like stop shaking me awake at you know 6.50 or 6.20 or whatever time it is go back into your bedroom so now I think he was thinking well I didn't shake her I tickled her when I when I first moved in with Brandon I told him to make sure that when he goes to work in the morning that he has to say goodbye to me 
I was Aww. like, because it's nice. You should say goodbye to me in the morning. But he leaves at like 6 a.m. So then what he started doing is he'd come over and like shake me until I woke up and then go, bye. And I was like, no, I just, like, I, like, I just mean, I just want to imagine you giving me a loving kiss on my forehead and thinking she's so peaceful. Like, I don't oh, need you to say this Casanova, this is like, this is romance 101 in your house. Shay, Rosemary and Brandon. Uh, I know. <laughs> I used to get such a fright as well that I'd be like, "What?" And I'd be like, "I'm just saying goodbye. Just saying goodbye." <laughs> yeah, bye. Oh. And then I'd be like, "Oh." Okay, so we said responsible. Blah 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 blah. Has Not has nuts. own car. Has doesn't own drink car. all the beer in your fridge. Un- uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good one. Maybe eat, don't leave I mean, out. For, maybe don't don't encourage your babysitter to drink beer. It seems a bit like a mixed yeah, message seems a bit to weird. Me. Although, listen. You had that babysitter over who was 19 and you told her she could have a glass of wine. I had to remind you the drinking age in America. Oh, yeah. Well, I totally forgot that. But I was like, a glass of wine versus like drink all the beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. But also I and thought I she was think... I, like, I was, she was 19. Do you know what I mean? I forgot like Oh, that... yes. No, no, no. no. I know. Right. Listen, like, Maybe I should She was totally an adult. Honestly, I think I was running out of things to say. Yeah, I think you were too. <laughs> I also think if there are snacks that you do not want your babysitter to eat, you need to hide them really well. Because like the the, the, the <laughs> mo, Rosemary will find them. <laughs> <laughs> but like the mo for babysitters, like when they say help yourself to treats, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think help yourself to the treats I've left on the counter. I think like help yourself to whatever treats you want. So if I now find a treat we're in the cupboard behind the cereal, I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> okay. So on that note, thanks for listening. <laughs> we would love to hear your babysitting stories. I also once got peed in the face by that same asthmatic baby. So maybe I took against him after that. (laughs) (laughs) I was changing his nappy. Oh, this is, this is terrible. I don't know how you had time to even be doing, like between rummaging for foraging for snacks, (laughs) watching all the TV. I don't know how you had time to be doing anything else. I wasn't doing anything else. Sorry, what gives you the impression dropping of dropping babies? TV and rummaging for sex? Dropping, ba- dropping babies, being peed on. The baby rolled off the couch. Okay. Well, okay. nothing to do with me. Okay. Maybe paying attention to the kids. Yeah, paying attention. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Pay attention. You like you don't have to colour with them, but knowing where they are at all times and not letting them lock you in the bathroom. Oh, I was also just be about to one. say, don't try not to go to the bathroom. Or, or if you go to the bathroom, leave the door ajar because kids love that. Oh my god. They do love coming into the room. That's a bit questionable. Literally, if my kids were like, the babysitter keeps leaving the toilet door open, I'd be a bit. I don't know about that advice, Rosemary. I don't know. Like, if you have small kids, I would probably not. Well, I definitely wouldn't lock the door, and I probably would leave the door like an inch open so that I could hear if anything calamitous happened. Okay. How about everybody weighs in and tells us their thoughts on toilet etiquette while babysitting? Do you just hold it for the whole night? Let us know. (laughs) Maybe that's. Maybe you should wear a nappy. Okay. You know, a friend of mine is a nurse and her friend put in a catheter when she went to oxygen for the weekend so she wouldn't have to use a port Actually, not a bad idea. Didn't you fall over in a port once? No. A friend of mine, like my boyfriend's friend at the time, got pushed over in a port and the port landed on the door and it was the last night of the festival. Oh, and the port had to be rolled God. over in order to open the door and get him out. I have never smelled anything so hideous. And it was the first year that they had showers. Can you imagine we went to auction for the entire weekend? They had no showers. It was the first weekend they had showers. Um, like the first year they had showers at auction. And when he went to the security tent, it was like, I need a shower. They were like, the showers are turned on. 
we can't turn them like turned off we can't turn them back on and they wouldn't let him have a shower so are you telling me though like did everything in this portal actually yes leak on all him? over him yes oh, what did he do how it did he was, get back they, would they actually not let him have a wash they wouldn't let him have a shower I think I don't even know if they had any water or maybe he used bottled water I he mean is that not illegal at the end of the day like it, it, it would have to be against health and safety he basically baby wiped himself down threw out all his clothes but the smell and then he had to get the bus back to Galway the next day the smell was I mean I've never smelled anything like it that's well. a sad note to end on but <laughs> basically if ever you go into a port leave the door ajar <laughs> I don't know I don't know what would have prevented that I honestly don't know no back to the catheter use the catheter well, that's oh not, yeah yeah the catheter is not going to help your number your other net okay thanks for listening thanks for listening this has been not without my sister two of the best babysitters County Kildare has ever seen <laughs> We'll be back on Friday with a mini soda next Tuesday with a full episode and we hope you're all having a wonderful start to 2021. I've got a sinus infection, a big red spot on my lip, spot on my cheek and I look absolutely wrecked from my sleepless night tossing and turning with the worst migraine I've ever had. So rolling into 2021 like a dream, you know, like, a, de- like yeah. a dream. Yeah, a goddess. I have a sprained ankle. My face is very spotty from the <laughs> retinol that was promised to like make my face more beautiful and I'm wearing the world's least flattering lemon yellow sweatpants. <laughs> so are. my 2020 glow up has really Your hair really, looks really a bit greasy well. too in fairness. <laughs> That's because I had a bath yesterday. A bath always makes my hair greasy. Yeah, it looks a bit Like greasy. I didn't wash it in the bath. Oh, Jesus. Thanks for listening. This has been Not Without My Sister. You'll get us on Instagram at Not Without My Sister. Email us, notwithoutmysis at gmail.com with any and all of your babysitting stories. We would love to share them on a future episode. And yeah, you can check out our website, notwithoutmysis.com, which I will begin to update again any day now. Yeah. And our newsletter is coming out. Our newsletter is already out, but you can sign up to that. There's a link on our Instagram and there will also be a link on our website. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity. Sound and original music by Don Kirkland. And our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren. As is our podcast, The Critter Shed. For more great podcasts, hop along to thewarren.ie.